Have you ever heard a story and thought someone should really turn that into a movie? I had to learn a lot of nautical talk. <laughs> Tune into Script Bait and hear some of the strange, funny, or dramatic stories from history that have Hollywood written all over them. And, and he hatched kind of a scheme that, to me, is 100% an episode of Trailer Park Boys. Find Script Bait wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I like where this is going already. <laughs> Is this correct? This meal cost $4.95. Dear God. With an additional tax of 41 cents. No, what's insane is a 10% levy on baked goods. You do realize the Revolutionary War began on less than 2%. How is the public not flocking to the streets in outrage? We must do something. Now, where's the money? Some crooks stole it. The stolen money you stole was stolen? Uh, yeah. Come on, you can think of a better story than that. Okay, dig. Uh, there was this uh, a bean. Yeah, see, a bean. This cat got by selling... Well, this cow that this cat had, he got for some beans. Right. What was his name? Jack. Yeah. Jack. Jack. And it grew up into this uh, uh, beanstalk. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. I am Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. My name is Ichabod Crane. Name's MacGyver. Colonel Jack O'Neill, SG-1. I am Batman! Hello, I'm the Doctor. So there's this man, he has a time machine. Up and down history he goes, zip, 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 getting into scrapes. For years, and maybe more than that, right, Mac? But, but how long has it been? Has it been six, seven years ago? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Hey, now wait a minute. Now wait just a minute. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day. I've got something for you. Oh, uh, merci, Sonor. Just one more thing, sir. Oh, boy. Just like that. Bing, bang, boom. At this point, I'd settle for the boom. They'd love it here, don't you think? This is what I'm saying. And by the way, where is your podcast? Tell everybody that's here. Welcome to the Never Gets Old Podcast. The podcast of all we love in TV, movies, music, and comics. With your hosts, Mac Jackson and Nathan Shell. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, and YouTube. Donations at paypal.com at Mac. W. Jackson at Comcast.net. Listen to my chaping songs. DJ saying that they're too long. His guitar may be silenced, but his soul goes on and on. Alone again, alone again. His stories were like us of beginning. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Never Gets Old podcast, the podcast of all you love in TV, movies, music, comics, pop culture, all of it. stuff, life. Uh, I'm your host, Mac Jackson. And I'm Nathan Schell. So there you go. Um, it is currently August 15th, mm-hmm. and we now have a running mate for Joe Biden. Yeah. So, I yeah, like not we- to get political, I just wanted to mark the occasion and say, 
yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like this announcement was later than it has been for candidates in the past. Surprisingly, course, it, it, it's earlier. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, because oh, they were again. saying, well, he has until the end of August. <laughs> then again, you know, pre- previous years, we haven't been living in the age of uh, what day is it? I don't remember. <laughs> I know. I know. How's your pandemic-orama going? It's been going all right. Uh, with the business, things have been going pretty steadily. Um, you know, we have our dips and ebbs and flows with sales, but we've been averaging anywhere from about 10 to 12 orders a week. So I'm, I'm pretty content with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, all in all, I mean, aside from not blowing all the money on conventions and all that stuff, it's mm-hmm. it's been all right. I mean, you know, conventions are always nice for a nice influx of business, but yeah. Right. But yeah, all in all, uh, you know, it's it's been getting acclimated to the current normal, right? You know, and you know, certain things you you, know, you get so used to being able to do, like a date night. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now, unfortunately, we don't have that luxury right now because, I mean, granted, some businesses are starting to open back up and everything, but uh, like Jess and I, we we were going on. Uh, car dates <laughs> sure where we would go to like uh sheets go in order our food grab it and take it out to the car and we'd go to like there's a church that's not too far from us that has uh two two choices in view the graveyard or the field across the street from the uh church so we'd sit there and we'd look at the field across the street from the church and sit in the back eat eat our meal or whatever the neighbors are quiet yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't have to worry about them, you know, throwing loud parties. Right. But yeah, so we would do that like once a week, and that kind of helped get our outsideness, you know. And with her working for the school, she's been, you know, working with a mask on. They've been shuffling around everything with their the impending school year, which there's a lot of concerns there. Which I mean, it it's an it's an unfortunate situation we're living in. Thankfully, if anything springtime kind of showed us that we are able to try to do telecommuting be it for work be it for therapy be it for doctor checkups be it for schooling is it ideal no but is it something to at least help until we are able to safely return to close to the other you know close to our former normal which i don't think we're ever going to truly fully go back to that and i realistically we shouldn't but I think if we take the lessons, hopefully we've learned between between all this, we can adapt to a new normal and just be safer. I mean, that's ultimately what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. it's <laughs> it's so freaking frustrating because we should be beyond this by now. Mm-hmm. But I'll, okay, th- there's a long, semi-long story to tell, but it's all connected. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, about a guy, uh, the guy who works in Best Buy told me a story of how, how I got to Best Buy, you'll find out. But he said on this topic, I said, how's it going here with all of this? Good. So do you have to deal with any a-holes or anything? He goes, oh yeah. Yeah. We had a guy come in here the other day refuse to wear a mask this is america 
I'm not wearing my mask. And he's, they all said, well, sir, we can't force you to wear a mask, but it's the considerate thing to do. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. Okay, but then we cannot help you. You can walk around the store, but we cannot be anywhere near you. Mm-hmm. So the guy walked around moaning and groaning, trying to cause a scene. People ignored him as much as they could. Yeah. And before the cops were called, he left. But as he left, he turned around and I didn't wear your stupid mask. And he yelled, America! And threw his fist in the air mm-hmm. and walked out. I'm like, ah, I can't. It's it's shocking. It's infuriating. And if you ever wanted to give up on humanity, that's your example right there. Yeah, it's it's, it's disheartening. Before Trump, I would listen to somebody from a different country say, oh, you Americans, and I could hear them out and then say, actually, and then have some sort of counter. In the last four years, I just go, yep, because mm-hmm. I've been on the, uh, oh, the the podcast. Um, we do it every couple months. I'll tell you in a second. It's the Collaboration Comic Con is what it is. Oh, okay. And it has come up, and they're from Canada mm-hmm. and other parts of the world, and they're saying, how's it going there? And I said, I can't defend America at the moment. I mean, I'm yeah, not it's... one of the people, but the fact that there are people that yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's very disheartening because, like, growing up, we have this belief about you know the good in our country, and as you put it, the last four years we're seeing that good is in a minority. Yeah, it's in the minority, and it's just—it's astounding. It's—it's it's the selfishness, and it's not just a single generation. Like I've seen older people pulling this nonsense. I've seen younger people. I've seen people my own damn age, and it's just—it's—it's it's astounding. Like, and I've made these—I've made posts like this back when the pandemic started, and I said we have a roadmap exactly on how to handle this. People are choosing to ignore that. Hundred years ago, we dealt with the 1918 influenza, also known as the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. And the reason it got so bad is exactly for the same reasons it's getting bad now. People are putting their own selfish needs, their own selfish desires ahead of everyone else's. The reason other countries are dealing with this a lot better is because they have a sense of community, not individualness. Like um, New Zealand, I think they're at like a hundred plus days either without any recorded cases of it, or it's in like the low single digits, like less than five. Like, and it's like, it's that, that, that astounds me that there are countries out there that have records like that. And then you look at us and it's like, we're lucky if as a nation, we're below a thousand new cases. You know, and there's people on Facebook that I've seen post no mask it's all a hoax and i i have to either ignore it or defriend them because i can't deal with that level of stupid it's not a political issue it's a common sense issue yeah and the fact that it hasn't affected them personally Mm -hmm. 
is why they they have that arrogance. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the scenes in, let's say, Independence Day or any sort of global catastrophe type movie where in the end the world comes together with obviously here's the right thing to do. We mm-hmm. can all join hands and yeah. form a, a force field of love and it makes you feel good at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah, it, well, it's that whole stupid. This to get country there, yeah. has people that would doom the entire planet mm-hmm. because of their arrogance and stupidity. I got a good analogy for you. The U.S. is the guy in the zombie movie that will hide the fact that he got bit by a zombie. Right, without a doubt. I've said mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's it's astounding. Like and. You know, you see these disaster movies where, oh, come on, people wouldn't do that. People would believe the scientists. Nope. I apologize for ever griping about how unrealistic, like, Armageddon, uh, all all the different, like, world apocalyptic movies were, you know, coming out there for a while. I, I apologize for any naysaying I did that, oh, people wouldn't react like that. Nope. Clearly, 2020 has proven me wrong. People, it's like uh, Kay said in uh, the Men in Black movie: individuals are smart, but people are stupid. Or, or, or paraphrasing. Like Grissom it, has said, and he's quoting something else. He goes, "Yeah, uh, I love humanity. It's the people I can't stand." Yeah, it's just it's astounding. I just, uh, yeah, he was probably uh, referencing some literary reference. Yeah, like Shakespeare, kind of, somebody Shakespeare, yeah. But yeah, it's just well. But I mean, I will say, you know, with with all that that's going on, you know, I've been you know, utilizing the time to help Jess and Ashley with their podcast, getting better at um, doing audio editing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I've actually been enjoying it. It's been fun. Good. I just recently learned how to uh, cancel out noisy backgrounds like fans and stuff like that, which was simple. I, you know, more, more simply than I thought, um, been having fun with that, been toying around with the idea of helping them with some merch ideas for like t-shirts and goofiness, um, with a discovery that, that Jess and I made in the basement a little bit before you and I are recording this, there's another added honeydew project that's going to be started tonight and hopefully finished up tomorrow. (laughs) But yeah, um, I demoed our part of our basement so that we could start, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, working on some stuff there. You know, I just I've been doing everything I can to keep busy because otherwise I just go absolutely nuts. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing: I'm blessed enough that I do have my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to do these Zoom meetings, not as we could see each other and the audience can see us. It's just audio. Mm-hmm but it's still paid in the rear end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm blessed enough to still be working from home. My position is going to change within the next month or so. Um, but other than that, it's been wonderful <laughs> in a way. All these people in the entertainment business that I've wanted to chat with on the show aren't working. 
Yeah, so they have they're the all time. just hanging out, dying to talk to somebody. Well, hi, remember me? And then they go, oh yeah, hey, let's do something. I'm like, yeah, yes, that's sir. That's fantastic. Yeah, I know. And it's why nice not that I apparently have that good reputation amongst them. Yeah, where they're referring me, which is sweet. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm overjoyed that you've been because I know you and I had been trying like once a month to try to get one or one or the other podcasts recorded yep. and it just with everything going on i mean we'd had a roommate for a while which thankfully he's lucked out and found an apartment and he's safe and everything so we've kind of like regained the privacy you know mm-hmm. which has been good uh but it, i had to laugh the day we we moved him out uh jess and i looked at each other we're tired we don't want to cook and uh I said, well, what do we want to do for dinner? Because I'm kind of hungry. Because, you know, moving someone, you get hungry. You build up an appetite. And she goes, I want Chipotle. And I looked at her, I'm like, I could kiss you right now. Because <laughs> well, I was thinking wife, that, so. but but I didn't want to suggest it because I didn't want to, like, influence yep, yep, her yep. thought process. And then we had that thought of, well, we don't have to worry about the roommate. Because usually if we were going to order food out, we'd offer, hey, uh-huh, uh-huh. as long as you pay us for the food, sure, sure, we'll go ahead and order you something. And he's one of these indecisive types. Uh-huh. So, you know, for, for you or I, we could look, we could roll up to, a, we could roll up the app and be like, okay, well, I'll have a burger. I'll have a taco. Sure. Or I'll, you know, I timed him the one day. It took him 20 minutes. And it really angered me because... When I handed when I handed them the phone to look at the food, the wait time was twenty five minutes. <laughs> it was an hour when he was done because enough people had filled the queue, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I could, I I I, I I'm Get hungry, and now yeah. I have to wait. <laughs> I know. So, oh, on that note, now again, I have this story to tell you, but let me tell oh, you. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of that type of thing, we've been using Grubhub on certain days or nice, whatever the other one was. I remember you first saying, oh, we tried Grubhub. And at the time I thought, why? Why? Mm-hmm. If you could get in your car and go somewhere, why spend the extra money for Grubhub? Then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And now I go, that's why now you use Grubhub. Now you get or it. Or on a day when it's so freaking hot and Cindy comes home and doesn't want to cook. Mm-hmm. We're doing Grubhub, yeah. Whatever the DoorDash or whatever it is. Door, I think it's Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash, and there's a fourth one. But like in our area, the only one that actually, well, I haven't checked Grubhub, but the only one that in our area that was working is DoorDash. So, well, the one day that we, it was a Sunday, and she goes, "What do you want to get?" I'm like, "Thai. I want Thai food." Mm-hmm. Okay. So she orders it and you know, on the, on the phone, it's all follow this and here they're on their way mm-hmm. and they'll be there in 20 minutes. Okay. So she's watching it and she goes, why is this guy getting on 81? No, no, he's no, why is he, he's going the wrong, wrong way. Okay. Now he's going away from the house. All of a sudden she gets a thing on her phone that says your order has been delivered. She walks outside, looks around, says, no, it hasn't. Oh, she calls no. them up and goes, um, hi, or oh, text oh. the person or whatever, yeah. whoever the DoorDash people are. The driver, yeah. No, not the driver. Couldn't get a hold of the driver. You can't talk to the driver. Oh, okay. 
customer service or whatever. Yeah. Yes, it says your order has been delivered. Well, it hasn't. Well, he says he delivered it. She writes back, he's lying. Well, he said he couldn't find the house. Okay, he didn't even get in our neighborhood. He took our food and ran. Yeah. Oh, well, now after going back and forth for a half hour, the person finally relents and goes, all right, we'll give you your money back. She's like, yeah, you think? And here's $10 on your next order. Good. So this pig face went, ooh, tie, and thought nobody's going to catch him? They have a record of this. Yeah. They have it registered. Yeah, they, they, from what my understanding is, the driver basically is, for lack of better wording, lowjacked while they're on service or right. while they're on duty. Uh, wow. So then wow. she goes to order again, and the thing comes up, nope, sorry, too late. There's not enough time. We're, we close in a half hour. Uh, you can't complete your order at this time. So she's like, okay, now it's late. Now we're really hungry because it's an hour and a half late. Yeah, you're you're hungry, you're angry, and and I'm cranky. Just, yeah, cranky, angry, hungry. Yep, and hangry, as they say. Hangry, so, I think is the term. Yeah. Then she is like, wow. All right, where do you, where do you want next? We got to pick something else. Well, she tries to order somewhere else, and it's Sunday, and everybody closes early. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a just, fast food joint, yeah. Which is what she ended up doing. I, she goes, "What do you want?" I said, "At this point, I don't care." Yeah. So she runs to. She's like, "Wendy's, fine." She runs yeah, herself down. Good... Yeah, but she had to go herself now. Uh, but when you're in the mood for something extravagant and wonderful, yeah, like Thai, no, I, and you're I left with the Wendy's chicken yeah. sandwich, it, it just it, doesn't. It's like. It's you like know. you you want you want you know this. But then you end up, you know, I'm raising my hand for those that can't see. And then you get like, I, I hate using this term because Wendy's is actually fairly decent. But it's like you scrape the bottom of the pan that they right. used at the end of the day. And it's, like you said, there's not, nothing wrong with Wendy's, but it's not the Thai food. My tummy. Yeah. Well, like if, um, like we had ordered food from a local place. It's like a Korean fusion place. Basically, hibachi. Sure, 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 sure. And, um, you know first time we'd ever ordered from them and i thought we were going to run into a similar problem you guys ran into where the food just goes disappeared Mm -hmm. we must have called them at the right time because according to the thing it was going to take them about half an hour i'm like okay that's that's a reasonable amount of time to wait if they're going to cook it and everything they were at our door in 15 minutes that's sweet we must have hit them just at the right time yeah and because, you know, I looked at my phone, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's still processing, still processing. Okay, set my phone down, and, uh, like, 10 minutes go by, and I hit the thing, and it was stuck in, like, a weird refresh where the location the food was from and our place was there, but, like, the little car icon had disappeared, and the time <laughs> Oh, he drove off the cliff. Oh. And I'm like, that's not good, you know. And all of a sudden, there was a bing at our door and I'm like no there's no way went out sure enough that was the food I'm like holy you know mm-hmm. but yeah it's 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 so freaking cool we live in a day and age that that's something that we can do as you said because of the pandemic yep so I, I wouldn't want to do it just out of laziness I always yeah, thought we, 
like we try to limit it to doing? one but the first yeah. time's free like you're just you yeah. know so i'm like all right that's how they get you you know yeah and the delivery fees aren't that bad i mean yeah the food's a little bit more expensive but you know they're getting paid the restaurant's getting paid and i know the driver's getting their their tip so right. i mean it's you know it's not a perfect system but it's you know yeah well now i'm better than i oh now i'm in the mood for thai food um oh <laughs> we have a new listener by the way who's not only watching these videos now that zoom has allowed us to do youtube videos uh-huh. uh also listening to the audio versions on all the apps okay my son very cool who loves our conversations he'll come down and tell me huh so listening to the one where you mentioned about Doctor Who, and you weren't into Doctor Who at the time. You were just learning, and you said this, and you, and it's just funny because he'll play back conversations. He goes, you were right about this, or it's funny how you didn't know at the time what was coming, mm-hmm. and you know, and this <laughs> applies to, oh, you talked about the new Avengers, how there was going to be a Daredevil show. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> so he's That's in cool. Yeah. That's cool that he's going through the backlog of the episodes, too. That's that's fun. And when I said that we were doing one today, Uh all right, let's go. (laughs) I said, you realize I'm also going to talk to Larry Hankin. Yeah, I know, but you and Nate, all right. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, in case, you know, we're wondering if we're boring the audience, there's a vote in our favor. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. So here's my adventure from last weekend. Okay. Now this is multifaceted. There are many levels. It's going to talk on a very philosophical, practical level. Okay. And hopefully entertaining all the way through. Hopefully. Here we go. So we did our annual camping trip last Friday. Now Mikey has made it very clear that it's his favorite trip to make. He'd Mm -hmm. rather go there than Disney World. So I'm thrilled because sure. I'm not going to Disney World anytime soon on my nickel. Um, but again, I'm proud because we've taught them to appreciate the things in life that matter. You don't need a big flashy sign to have things be Yeah. I mean, wonderful. some of the best times I've had were when I was camping. Exactly. So. And you appreciate nature and yada, yada, yada. You also mm-hmm. appreciate your nice warm bed when you come home. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Friday, Mikey and I go. The girls are going to come Saturday. I said, come early, so that way you have more time. Mikey and I go. We have everything that we need. We get there in about an hour. We set up the campsite. I set up the tent. Well, now it's time to go fishing. Well, first of all, when we get there, we had to do the whole walk into the office and pay the rest of it and buy the wood and buy the ice. Mm -hmm. Well, we're wearing our masks because you have to. Mm -hmm. It's the considerate thing to do. Yeah. Well, they had called earlier in the week saying, hi, um, it's Jess from the campsite. Did you send your deposit? Now, in the past, I've never sent a deposit because we're definitely showing up. You know, we go every year. As a matter of fact, they know our video. The video that I made when he mm-hmm. was three, they said, oh, you're the guy who did to the video. I said, yeah, oh, we love that. I said, thank you very much. 
So they called to say, did you send the deposit? I said, mm. yeah. Well, the mail is really slow, so yeah. blame the pandemic, whatever. Um, yep, it's on its way. Okay, because we didn't know if we should cancel for you or not. I'm like, you don't need to do the whole tough guy speech. We'll be there. Mm. Okay. So then we get there, and now we've set up the site. Now we're going to go fishing because That's my kids and I love our fishing. Well, it's just Mikey and I. So we drag our crap up. We're fishing. I've caught three fish. They haven't restocked that pond in years. I'm getting sunnies that are only yay big. And a lot of them are just nibblers. They nibble the worm and, you know, but occasionally you get one. Mm. <clears throat> and I took a couple pictures of us when, when I did catch a fish and I sent it to Cindy and I sent it to my mother and we we're having a good time. Yes, you do. I cast out the line and it goes a little to the left. Not quite where I wanted it, but I thought I'll just reel it in and start again. I don't know if you remember, but last Friday, because of the tropical storm, it had rained a little bit in the morning. Mm -hmm. I went to step to reel it in and my foot slid down the little embankment into the water. Oh no. And, oh, 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 splush. Mostly. But then uh. I go, okay. And I go to get up. So I'm not completely in the water. I could kind of save myself. Right. But as I put my other foot on the bank, the ones in the water, Mm -hmm. And kind of halfway, pants way up in the water. I brace my foot and it slips again and I go into the water. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm no, not to laugh no, at your, it would I'm be. Trying not no, to laugh no, at your pain, but. No, no, it would have been hilarious. Mm -hmm. I don't care, whatever. It, it, it's only funny because you're okay. Exactly. Mikey's freaking out because he thinks, what if I broke an ankle? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It could have snapped an ankle, because the way I went in was, boom, splush, get up, yeah. and then I couldn't get out. Yeah. So now I'm, I just... Probably because of caked in mud and everything on your on your shoes. And... Oh, yeah. And I've taken into account that, okay, I'm going to get wet, whatever, just go with it. Yeah. But, uh-oh, where's the fishing pole? Ooh. Now... My father and I share fishing poles. Mm -hmm. Worst case scenario on the way home, I go buy him a new one. He doesn't care. But I'm like, oh, oh. Mike goes, it's right here. I said, okay. And I stand up and I pat my pockets. Now, my wallet I had left in the car, thank God. Mm -hmm. That was more for comfort. And I knew you're in the woods. What am I buying? Mm hmm my car keys, my car keys are there. My Swiss army knife, my Swiss army knife's there. Where's my phone? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. oh, no. Now, I'm wearing cargo shorts, which are... Uh. So, I'm thinking, fine. They're cargo. That's why I wear cargo shorts. Mm. Deeper pockets, not going to lose stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess in the fall, it slipped out. It shifted just enough that it went whoop, whoop. Oh, no. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm feeling around in the mud, and I look, and it had just fallen into the water off the bank. It was sideways in the water. And it went... Well, oh. no, it was sitting there. And I, went, <gasps> and I scooped it up, and I shook it, and I dried it, and I thought, okay, oh, it's still working. It's still working. Okay. I said to him, I don't... I'm done. 
I'm frustrated. I'm wet. I'm panicking about this phone now. Because mm-hmm. here's an expense I don't want to have to have. Yeah. Or the inconvenience. Touch, touch, touch. Okay, everything seems to be working. I text Cindy to tell her what's going on just in case she needs me and doesn't hear from me. Please tell my mother. We go back to the site. It's still working. There's a little glow at the bottom. Okay, but it's still working. Maybe it'll dry up, but it'll be fine. I plug if you, sub- if you If you submerge a, a watered-down phone in rice over high. 24 hours... You're jumping ahead. Blood oh, sorry. Okay. No, no, sorry. no. Because I know sometimes in panic we forget things like nope. like that. So okay. My MacGyverness kicked right in. I figured it probably would. So okay, she'll bring rice. She'll bring rice if we need to. But you know what? It seems to be doing fine. Look, it's oh oh wait. Now it oh the screen is getting dimmer. Maybe I just have to adjust the lighting. Maybe it just affected the light. No, it's getting dimmer. Oh, it came back on. No, it's getting dimmer. Now the phone is still working, mm-hmm. but the screen is getting dimmer. Mm-hmm. I get one more shot, and I call Cindy, who, by the way, is at Red Robin sitting outside with my daughter having a girl's night. I already called and left her a message. She didn't respond, so I call again, and I get her. I said, phone is about to die. I just... Tell my mother, when you're here tomorrow, we're at site 22, you know, ask them for directions, whatever. Because she hasn't been there. Like, I know it like the back of my hand. She's not quite there yet. Well, I hang up with her. And you can still hear going, buzz, 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 buzz. Oh, Nate sent me a link. Buzz, but like you know, like that type yeah. of thing. So yeah. it's Being now notifications. It's but, now yeah. antagonizing me because it's here, but you can't see it. Yeah. And oh, I thought, oh, man. son of a bait. And then it got to the point where if I, you know, if you pick up your phone, it'll show you the time. Mm-hmm. It was doing that, so I'd open it, and as soon as I would open it, it go yes, <laughs> close again, oh. or at least the screen would go. Lit up, now it went away. Yep. Lit up, now it went. So like, I'd go, it'd go light up, and it was at phone numbers where I could just say call. So I was trying to call Cindy. Nope, not going to let you. Oh. So now, yeah, I'm trying to not let it bother me because here I am on our annual trip. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be okay until Cindy gets there. She gets there around 11 Saturday. And so I feel good. Okay. I flagged her down, helped her find where we were. She had to take all the pictures for the camping trip. Obviously, you're... you're... It wouldn't matter if I did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we have a wonderful time. Mikey and Everly brought their school books, so it was quite the bonfire we had going, you know, at our campsite because there's mm. a lot of books, boxes of paper. Um, we had enough kindling, and I brought I brought a uh, um, fire starter. What do you call it? The flint. Yeah. Okay. I bought one of those a couple of years ago. So he's trying to, and we're getting it, but because it rained, everything isn't quite crisp enough. It just has yeah, it just has that slight that enough dampness. It's just annoying. Yeah. Yep. And but he he knows how to do it, so that I'm happy yeah. with that. Um, 
But I'll tell you something. We live in a world where everybody goes, oh, we're too connected to our phones. And that's true if we let it happen. And I try to keep it in perspective of, look, you don't have your phone right now. Mm. It's not the worst thing in the world. You can go without your phone for a couple days. No, you really can't because, one, just for communication Mm -hmm. with texting is a thing. Like if you had sent me a text over the weekend, you would have been like, why isn't he responding? He yeah, I, well, I would, have been, I would have been like, okay, well, maybe the signal sucks up where he's at. Right. Who knows, you know. Right, but you know me. I try to get back immediately. I woke yeah. up this morning and saw your text if, went, boop, 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 and responded. Yeah, like if, you, if I don't hear from you within like, I'd say after a 24-hour time period, that's when I know to worry. Sure. Because usually, okay, you might be watching a movie with the family. You might be out camping, fishing, you know, you might be tied up where you may or may not hear the phone. You might not have good signal, but I know within that 24 hour time frame, mm-hmm. you're good to get back to me, you know? Exactly. And so, so I really felt, and also with, with the whole uh, Forever Adventure Network's crap, I'm constantly talking to people in regards to that, whether it's email or texting or whatever. Yeah, I mean, people don't realize how integral mobile devices like that have actually become. Right, right, because it's everything is done now through my phone, except for... Yeah, through through a a six-inch by three-inch... You're carrying a computer is what you're doing. So I really felt that, no, I... I'm justified in the amount of crap that I do on this phone that I really feel the impact. So we enjoy the rest of the trip. Uh, I'm sure there's stories within that that I'll tell, but my thing is on the way home, I'm not going straight home. Me and Mm -hmm. the boy are going to go to Best Buy because I now need to buy a new phone. Mm -hmm. I won't go to Verizon anymore to buy my phone because one, they price them more. Mm -hmm. Two, their customer service sucks. You, I don't know if you remember the last time I needed to get one. The guy was just sitting. I was going to say, I, I remember you telling me your experience. Like my experience with their customer service has been pretty good, but online, like talking to them on the phone, is better than dealing with them. Yeah, in well, yeah, they they tend to have like the their best customer service on the phone. Like the the local shop that we go to, the guy that I guess is the supervisor, manager, whatever. You know, he makes sure that the people at work there have a good focus on, okay, yeah. do everything that we can to help the customer out, even if, unfortunately, we have to tell them bad news or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, with some of the horror stories you were telling me, I'm like, I, I don't understand just from a customer service standpoint how that some of these people have a job. Well, so we've yeah. been going, I went to Best Buy last time, so I'm going to Best Buy this time. If it works, why, why break it? Pandemic world. Mm-hmm. I said, Mikey, do you have your mask? Yep, I have my mask. And the fact that this is part of our wardrobe mm-hmm. is amazing to me. But a lot of people have been buying our stuff through Redbubble mm-hmm. with masks. Like a why lot not? of masks. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I'm thrilled and thank you to everybody who does because besides it being nice promotion, I'm glad I can provide yeah. something good under the yeah. lucky Yeah, well, it's like... When um when Redbubble sent out that email, oh hey now we're 
opening this up for people to have as an option. I went and I, cause I run the red bubble for, uh, Jess's podcast. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I said, I, you know, granted they only have one thing right now. It's their logo. Still, so I'm like, okay, take that, throw it on the mask. I'm like, okay, position it. Da, da, da. Okay. It looks cool. And I'm like, well, heck I can go do that for the dark ops red bubble. Okay. Should absolutely. Yeah, you know, so it's like, it, it's good that we live in a day and age where everyone is trying to do what they can for the common good. Right. So, so we have our masks, we go mm-hmm. pitter padding inside and there's a woman standing there mm-hmm. and she has it roped off where you can't just walk into the store now. I said, hi. She goes, how can we help you today? Mm-hmm. Well, I need to buy a new phone. Oh, do you have an appointment? I said, this is Best Buy. I just want to buy a phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but our guys are really backed up right now. Um, this is maybe 2.30. She goes, how about four? What you do is you go over there, you see the girl at that counter? Yes. She will set you up for a four o'clock appointment. Okay, I, I just need to buy a phone. I want to buy a phone. I want to take the crap from this one and put it on the new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, okay. We'll go talk to her. Sure. So she's setting it up and I tell her all that. She goes, oh, you need to transfer stuff? Yeah. Well, that's that desk. Those are our tech guys. You might have to come back and have them do that in a couple days or they'll give it back to you in a couple days. I said, nope. I'm not transferring launch missile codes. Mm -hmm. I want my contacts put on the new phone. Oh, well, that they could probably do in five minutes. Great. So I run home. I eat the, I cram McDonald's down my throat and I head back. I walk in. It's a new guy, big Mm -hmm. bouncer guy. Hi. Okay, I help you. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a four o'clock appointment. Oh, all right. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy will handle that. Jimmy, you have your four o'clocks here. Oh, okay. All right. What are we looking at? I said, I want to buy a new phone. Okay. Uh, Mac. I said, yep. Hmm. Okay. Who's your, who's your uh, provider? Verizon. Mm-hmm. What's your PIN number? My what now? Your PIN number. Eight six seven five three zero nine. I don't know. I, I, how would, my PIN number? I don't. How many digits is that? Four. Oh, uh, five three zero nine. How about that? I don't. I have no idea. Um, he goes. Well, I'm sorry. I can't help you. Yes, you can, Jimmy. I. Nobody knows their PIN number. I'm checking my wallet because I keep everything in my wallet. Just yeah. And I, he goes, call, does your wife know it? I, I don't know, Jimmy. We'll call her. I said, okay, except Jimmy. I can't use my phone. Yeah. That's why I'm that's here. Why, oh, yeah, right. That's why you're here. Right. Here, Ugh. use mine. So I call her. Of course, Cindy doesn't know what it is. I says, is there any way you could look it up? No. Have them try eight six seven five three nine. I said, 
try this. He goes, well, here's the thing. If it's wrong, they're going to lock you out for 48 hours. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my okay. God. Jimmy, I swear to God, how do we work around this? He goes, um, what you do is you, there's a Verizon store up the hill. I said, yes, I, I come to you because I don't want to go to them. Well, if you go in and you tell them what you need, they'll, tell you, they'll just give you your PIN number and you, you come back here and we'll get started. I don't have to make a new appointment. Mm -mm. Okay. See you in a minute, Jimmy. Go out to my car, drive up the hill through traffic, mm -hmm. like 15 minutes to get there, park the car, walk up to the door. Oh, no. What the? Why, why is it locked? I look. Open. 10 to 7. 10 to 7. 10 to 7. Sundays. Closed. Always. Ugh. Okay. Okay. All right. Now I'm getting aggravated. On the way back, I pass the mall. In the mall, there is a kiosk of Verizon people. Mm -hmm. I run in. There's signs. This stand is monitored by cameras. They are selling extensions and chargers and All nobody's over. around. And on top, there's no display phone. So they're not there anymore. Oh. So I start walking through the mall thinking maybe they moved to a bigger store. Maybe, you know, why would they go? And yeah. I walked by another kiosk. I said, hey, Verizon, what's their deal? Oh, yeah, they haven't come back since the pandemic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh. All right. Jimmy is going to do this for me. He's just going to do this for me now. So yeah. I drive all the way back to Best Buy. Now I'm not a happy camper. No, because you're frustrated. In. Because, one, they can't do the simple task. Two, the workaround that Jimmy came up with ain't happening because – for lack of better wording, every Verizon employee within the immediate area disappeared like a fart in the wind. So, so I go stomping back into Best Buy. Hi, how can I? I said, dead, 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 dead. it's me. I'm with him. Oh, oh, okay. He gets out of my way, opens up the strap, and I walk through. Jimmy's helping somebody else. I wait for them to be done. Mm -hmm. He goes, hi, how'd you do? <laughs> Tell you how I did, Jimmy. So I told him. I said, look it, before you tell me how you can't help me, here's how you will. I was here last time. I bought a phone. I didn't have to remember my PIN. I want to buy a phone. I want to have the crap transferred onto the new one, the end. Do you have your license? Yeah, here. Okay, good enough. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. <sighs> that is what you needed? Yeah. Why? Oh my God. Jimmy, why did you make me drive all around God's green earth for a pin number? If it wasn't oh, required. It's security. Okay. He goes, well, imagine. Now he thinks he's going to be smart. Now imagine somebody buys a phone. They know your number. 
we would just have added your phone number to their phone and they could take over your life. I said, understood. But when the person says, as I'm sure we all do, we don't know our PIN number. Can't you just take a license? Yeah. Then why didn't you say that in the first place? Jimmy, just give me the freaking phone. Let's just move forward. He goes, all right, well, what do you got there? I don't know, a Samsung? Or, no, it's a Motorola. Okay. What are you looking at? Same, same thing. Get me that. Well, you have the Motorola G. What we have now is a Motorola G Fast. The screen's bigger. It's got two days worth of charge. It's got, you know, mm -hmm. feature this. Feature. Now I'm waiting for him to get through it because bottom line, what's the price? Mm -hmm. 200. I said, go get it, Jimmy. This new phone that I got, Motorola G Fast is cheaper than the previous one that I had bought. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, Jimmy, <clears throat> don't try and upsell me. Let me save you the trouble. How much is it to get the insurance? 40 for a year. So let's do that. Let's do that, Jimmy. Okay. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to go uh... camping in a year, and God knows I could get struck with lightning. <laughs> And so, oh, yeah, Jesus. so uh, I have a new phone. Yeah. But then, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Here's the caveat to that story. All right. Jimmy, transfer my contacts and everything from that phone to the new one. Well, that's a problem. Of course it is. You have to <sighs> allow us to do it. You're allowed. No, you have to actually go in and open your phone. Oh, no. I can't see my screen. I know. Why can't you just, oh, my God. Why can't you just plug in? Because here's what I'm thinking. Oh, no. Again, I don't work there, so. Well, no, it does, make sense. it does make sense that you would need to interface, like, you would need to interface with phone A to put stuff from phone A to phone B. But it does make it's sense. It's on but... a screen. So I said, yeah. don't you just uh... plug it in, you see both things side by side and just click and drag? Yes. Then do that. We would have to say it's okay on your screen. Yeah, they they'd need to authorize it on on the phone that the information Son of a B, Jimmy. Uh... Okay. Well, he goes, uh... "No, no, no, there's a workaround. You could do this yourself. When you get home, Plug your phone into your computer and it should go bloop, bloop, on just pop up under your drives. Mm -hmm. And then that way you click, drag it to an empty folder, plug in the new phone, click and drag and it back transfer. into the new phone. So I came home, all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, sit down to do this. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, the folder isn't even, it's not even showing that I plugged in the other phone on the screen. Ugh. I called Cindy and I said, look. She goes, yeah, it's not there. So I said, okay. So now uh, I've lost the pictures, mm -hmm. lost all my apps, and lost all my contacts. I said, sweetie, could you be so kind as to manually type in all the contacts from your phone? That you have, Here. yeah. So I, while I'm trying to do the other thing. She's over there, type, 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 type. Mm -hmm. She hands it back to me. 
all of a sudden the phone, because it's going, welcome to your new Motorola. Click mm -hmm. this to do this, and here's a feature you didn't know about in there, and there's this. Mm -hmm. Click on it, and it's, would you like us to transfer your information from your Motorola G, your old phone, to your new one? Yeah. I hit it. <laughs> it gave me all my contacts, mm -hmm. all my apps, it even put my screensaver, my wallpaper, mm -hmm. on the new phone from my old phone. The only thing it didn't give me was the freaking pictures that I had. Mm -hmm. And if you've been on Twitter or anywhere, all my art I will Oof. make and, you, yeah. and then for promotional issues. Yeah, stuff. yeah the, the different filtered photos and stuff yeah. that you throw up there yeah well oh. all those pictures are gone but i do have everything else thank god pictures unfortunately the work that goes into them will have to be redone but, which i did that was my yeah. week and yeah. since i've created a couple others which i'll show you at some point oh, i'm sure i'll definitely see them but, i'm at oh. the point now where i'm cranking them out like within a half hour if i can line them up i can yeah so that that's, was my adventure. That's, that's rough. That is really rough. And I'll tell you, who, who is it on, um, say, Twitter who posts the, like, if somebody goes, I'm looking for new podcasts, who from Jess's podcast does the posting? That would be Ashley. Okay, she she's does the a one great in charge. job. She's really good at, uh, she's really been pushing with the, She's in charge of Twitter. Jess is in charge of Instagram. They both, well, all three of us will work in tandem for Facebook. And uh, I do the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, they did an interview back in April with somebody from Texas. Really nice woman. I think her name was Ariel. And I was helping them set up because they were doing it through Zoom. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to get out of your... Uh, out of your hair because I'm just the, you know, tech guy, tech guy from behind the scenes. I'm not important. It's these two that are, and both of them and even Ariel had said, no, you, you do have an important job, you know, so you can sit, you can sit in and chime in if you want. I'm like, no, this is, this is their thing. I, I'm just happy to help them out from behind the scenes. You know? Yeah. So it was just kind of cool that, you know, and they've, they've been doing really well with it, you know, well, what Actually, I wanted to tell you was on Twitter when, and you can spend hours finding people looking for podcast suggestions. Mm -hmm. So I just give them the Forever Adventure Network link mm -hmm. and basically say, enjoy all three shows. Well, mm -hmm. if somebody's going, I'm looking for a true crime podcast, I always go to try and post theirs. Mm -hmm. But tell Ashley She's been very good at it because she gets to it before I do. Cool. Like when, you know, being part of the same family, I'm like, okay. Yeah. You want yeah, true well, crime? I know the first one to suggest for you. Oh, yeah. He's already there. Okay. Yeah. It's, and it's funny, like, there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there that do the, the deep dive, which is what they try to do, but there's somewhere they just kind of like gloss the surface of a lot of the things. And it's like, 
you can't really do that if people want like that me that meaty part of the the history of the story or whatever and something that apparently a lot of people do enjoy is the fact that they have the true crime episodes and then they have a fictional one so that you know if you're into the fictional crime stories you know they've got their hook there but then they've also got the hook of the true crime <laughs> and people have actually been very receptive to that and, I've noticed you know, that too because they get other people that will promote for them yeah and it's just it's comical because when they came up with the idea of well yeah we want to do a fiction Friday and a true crime Tuesday I'm like okay for me that kind of frustrates me a little bit because I like a st- you know I like my podcasts that I listen to to have like a steady schedule like lore has a set schedule uh mike Rowe has a set schedule when he's able to do his episodes you know certain you know welcome to night Vale, which i haven't listened to them in a while but i know they had a set schedule you know with ours it doesn't seem like a set schedule because it's every other tuesday and then the subsequent fridays for the weeks that are in between so in reality, it's like they're doing two podcasts mm-hmm. where they're releasing every other week. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of cool, and uh, they've been getting a lot of a lot of positive reception to it. Um, like I said earlier, I helped them set up a Patreon, and they've got a couple people on that, and you know, so hopefully, you know, we have our Patreon. Yeah. I'm telling the audience too. Uh, every time I post. A picture or something I'm like if you'd like to help out a buck yeah. here and there would be nice yeah well and the thing i think is for you know yeah well riches and the, i just want yeah with the patreon i've you know i've taken that under my my wing of things that i'm responsible for for at least posting and organizing and everything and something i thought was really cool is like with ours when we go to schedule or when we go to drop these you know i can schedule it to drop at a certain time for like their their podcast, every day that the podcast episode drops, it drops at one o'clock in the morning that day. Mm-hmm. So by the time people wake up in the morning, it'll either already have been downloaded on their phone automatically if that's what they have it set up to do, or they'll get the notification. Oh, hey, Studying Scarlet's got a new podcast. You'll download it and they can listen to it on the car ride, lunch break, whatever you know. With Patreon you can do the same thing. You can schedule posts out. So that's kind of cool. That's something I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to always add a little blog at least once a month. And I want to make sure I'm not just blah, 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 blah. It has to be, yeah. it has to have a point. Yeah, something relevant to... Make it worth something. reading. Yeah. Because then in the end to just say, also, if you're enjoying this, help us out, will you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Moving on to TV, have you been watching Stargirl? We are caught up on Stargirl. I have it's, one more uh, episode to go. Yeah, the, the finale was a good, solid finale. Okay, don't I've spoil it. In- I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I will simply say this. I thoroughly enjoyed it, not knowing really a whole heck of a lot of... I mean, I know the basics of those particular characters, but I thought it was a very well-done series. And there's a very lovely moment in the final couple minutes of the uh, season finale that I thought was very nice and very touching. It was a very kind of wholesome moment. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, I'm, yeah, sure you'll, I'm sure you'll see it next time. Um, 
Agents of Shield. Uh, Jess and I finished watching that. That's run its course now. Right, it's done. And uh, I have you have you watched any of this? I'm done. I've I've been done for couple seasons. Yeah, a couple seasons. Yeah, it's they did a lot of nice callbacks to earlier seasons and the way they ended it. Like I expected it to be, you know, doom and gloom, everybody dying and all this other stuff. Sure, but. It was a nice end to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. chapter. Mm. It was a nice just kind of bookend. I mean, I was hoping for a nice little, we're going to link it back all into the cinematic universe. But, yeah. you know, unfortunately. Just why I'm done with it because I always said, they yeah. promised one thing, they gave us something else. And, and ultimately, it's because the guy that was in charge of the TV division, he didn't want to play ball with the, so the cinematic. So stupid. Yeah, it's like you, you chose so freaking poorly. Was that but, Joss Whedon's brother? Jed Whedon is one of the writers and creators of the show. No, right. he wasn't the one in charge. It's some some exec that was like the go-between between Marvel and ABC. He, uh, well, he's, known he's, for, he's, he's known for being an a-hole. So. Well, way to go. And, I, and, and, I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure he had already been re- removed from his position. So Good. hopefully moving forward they can... They can get it back all connected and everything. But yeah. all in all, it was a fairly solid season finale. I'm, you know, I, I was starting to get angry and uh-huh. like uh-huh. at one point they do something that the writers had done in Chuck with the Sarah character from Chuck. They did sure. something like that with one of the characters in Agents of Shield. Yeah. Trying to keep the spoilers light because sure, sure, I don't sure. want to end up in spoiling anything. But they had done something with a character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. very similarly what they had done to Sarah Walker. And I was angry. Like, I, I almost didn't watch the final episode. <laughs> like, that's how angry I was. Because I'm like, no, this is not cute. This is not funny. This is asinine. You know, the writers, you know, the writers have a responsibility to the fans to not pull shit like this. Mm-hmm. It's old. It's tired. But then by the, like, we're watching the episode, and as things are playing out in the episode, I'm like, okay, I'm not angry. I'm confused and concerned. Why are my eyes watering? I hate you people. You're making me cry. It ended up being all right. It, it ended up being a pretty solid finale. I mean, with the way the show ended up going the last two seasons, they, they couldn't do certain things that I'm sure they probably would have loved to have done. But all in all, it was it was a good it was a good finale. Good. Um, I sent you a couple things. I started watching Sabrina. Jess and I had only gotten to watch the first season and the Christmas episode. I'm three episodes in so far. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's definitely in the in the vein of the the darker, which is fine. The darker comics that they had done. I think they had done like a. 12 issue arc or something like that well, there's the afterlife with archie which yeah i can't wait for the guy to come back and continue that because i have the kids reading it and they're like oh, wow this is fantastic everly comes to me she goes i just read the one with archie's dad i'm like i know she's like wow um so i started watching that being home if i get ahead of stuff i could kind of put something on to binge Mm-hmm. somewhat depending on how depending on the show it do i really need to pay attention or not 
Mm -hmm. um, and I started watching Longmire because you like that. I've so recommended I thought, it. Yep. I'll make him happy and I'll start watching that. It's different so far. Again, four episodes in maybe. Mm -hmm. um, they're very episodic for, well, I mean, all in all, there is a, an overall arc. Sure, they, but they, they are episodic, which. Yeah, very episodic. I was pleasantly surprised with. Yeah, as, as you get further into the series, they start, I don't remember when it's talked about, but there's a cowboy robber, a cowboy bank robber hmm. that you, you hear about in a couple episodes here and there, but it's like, in, I think you'll hear about it in one season. You won't hear about it for like several episodes and then bam, they reference it again. Like, oh, the cowboy bandit struck again or something. I forget what, the, sure. what they call them, which means it's time for a rewatch. Um, but it's just, it's funny because if you're really like paying attention to the show or you're paying enough attention that you can pick up little details like that, they reference all kinds of different things. And it's, that's one of those where the finale was very satisfying. I still kind of hope they're going to come back and do kind of like a one-off like sure. follow-up, but that's well, just, you know, the hopeful in me. Funny because I've watched Prodigal Son, which I've grown to like. Uh, and I, so I posted on there, I said, while I wait for Prodigal Son, I, what? Prodigal Son season finale. I know. The interesting, the interesting thing is, that was not the original finale. Really? I think the original finale was supposed to be two episodes after that, but because it was filming schedules right. and everything right. being put on hold. Cindy, that was they like, took out like was, two episodes before that. That was like the perfect finale. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> I know. You didn't see it coming either. Yeah, neither did um, he. But I wrote... While I wait for Prodigal Son to return, I've decided to dive into Longmire. Mm -hmm. I guess I need my Lou Diamond Phillips fix. Mm -hmm. And he's cute. He retweeted oh, it. And he, he's phenomenal. In that. I love I, him. I got the chance to meet him at DragonCon the other year dressed as Walt. And he was just, he was, he was amazing. And then uh, getting the chance to actually stand and chat with him yeah. at another convention. It was just fun. He was quoting different movies and stuff and we're just having a blast he, he was fun so every I'd time i meet him again every time i would post something he would retweet it and i thought that was sweet you know I, I love his good exposure every time i post something i put the link to the fan site so oh yeah why not um that's kind of like just my signature with anything yeah. because check it out there's something there for everybody absolutely yeah. um but uh so i started to watch that it's different than what i thought um, I have Mikey watching CSI because he's at the age where he can appreciate Grissom. Yeah, and I think not all episodes. Understand? Yeah, I, I know there's some I don't I, need I know to see. Certain episodes with the subject matter might be a bit. Um, yeah, he doesn't need that. Just too adult for him. But when he yet. gets to see Grissom being Grissomy, it's fantastic. So he appreciates. Yeah. That. As a matter of fact, when we're done here, we're gonna go watch one, go cool. or two. But get this, here's some breaking news. They're apparently going to bring back CSI. Really? It's like the 20th or 30th, let's see, it'd be started in 2000. So 20th yeah, anniversary. Yeah, 20th anniversary. They're going to do at least a mini season or a Like season. a mini run. That's uh, cool. But get this, here's what makes it worth it. Granted, it's going to be a whole new team. Mm-hmm. But who's coming back but Grissom and Sarah? 
boom. Huh. That's, That's why cool. I watch it. As much yeah. as I love Ted Danson. Yeah, Ted Danson. He was I, I enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed that they brought him in because he yeah. was an interest. I mean, nothing against uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. But they didn't write his character nice. Like, he was a dark character. Yeah, I think he would have been an interesting one to bring in earlier and have him start as that darker character. Sure. And then you see him... Evolve. You know, evolve, becoming still a little bit of a dark-edged character, but have that light, have that, you know, hope. Well... Yeah, and then when they brought Ted Danson, he went, well, it's not Grissom, but it's much better. Yeah. And you liked him for the rest of it. But in this case, uh, they actually have a whole description of who these other characters are. Cool. And they have to call in Grissom and Sarah. Well, they have to call in Grissom. Sarah's his wife, so she's coming in. She'll, she'll, she'll tag along, yeah. I'm, I'm still so excited. That's cool. I'll, I'll have to check that out. Oh, I'm, they haven't. I'm, I'm here now, for granted. That. It, it's not a done deal yet because they right. start. It'll. They wanted it for this year, but because of the pandemic, it's yeah. going to be next year. But they've apparently they've already signed on. They just have to greenlight it. Well, yeah, they got to you know greenlight it, figure out how they're going to be filming because you know they might have restrictions on set, uh, you know, number of people on set, things like that. But yeah. I'm sure they'll they'll do it smart. They'll do it safely. But no, that's fantastic. That's right. I loved I loved the original CSI. I know Jess loved CSI Miami, and I think it's just because she was waiting for the stupid, you know, David Car- Caruso moments. You know, Ugh. I enjoyed New York, but I never actually got the chance to sit down and like totally dive into it. New York was okay. We watched it for a couple seasons, and then we got to the point where we went, you know what? There's not enough hours in the day, and this isn't must see TV. We have. Yeah. Grissom, and that's really all we need. And we hate David Caruso, so we couldn't. Yeah. Not to mention that we hate David Caruso. There were so many actors on Miami that we were shocked couldn't act. Yeah. The blonde on there, holy crap, she's terrible. She was so hard to watch. I'm wondering if it was also a big proponent of the uh, particular people running that, hmm, sorry, that particular show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. So. But, yeah, it's so funny because I don't even think of Miami. Like, when I think CSI, it's Grissom. And, oh, yeah, they did have spinoffs, but, you know. Remember, yeah. they had CSI Cyber, which, which lasted did not, half a season. I was going to say, I don't even think that got a full season. What they tried so. to do is they went, well, now that CSI is over, we'll have Ted Dance and switch over to that team. And mm-hmm. by the time he got there, they'd already gotten the notice that they were done. Yeah. Oh. That's all right. We got Ted Danson on The Good Place, and that was a phenomenal show. I watched a couple episodes. I can't criticize it. All I can say is that type of, I don't know if it's that type of humor or that type of setup, because they do a lot. There's a lot of shows now where it's about the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's the, my, not my it's, the it's the particular you know niche right now. Exactly. Um, yeah. I will say if you give it because it's only four seasons and I don't think yeah they're not not a huge number let's not it's not like you know 80 episodes I think their seasons are only about a dozen episodes mm. if you get the chance to give it a chance to run the, the full at least the first full season okay. and um, 
I, I enjoyed it. It was one of those, the concept, like people dying t- afterlife. Yeah, that sounds like a weird concept. I don't know if I'd really. Yeah. But watching the dynamic between the cast members and everything, you know, there's, it's, you're bound to love the Janet character just because she's the Alexa. Yeah. The AI. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a fun series. I think, I think you might enjoy it. If you give it that first season. I think you'll... Imaginary Worlds uh, did a podcast episode about it, which is why okay. I gave it a shot. And they were all about it. Yeah, it's it's fun just because I know you're not a fan of, you know, cussing and everything like that. Right. And they, they leave it out. Yeah, they well, they cuss in the show, but it's like, are you Mother forking? Fudger. Yeah, are you forking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, they so you know what they're trying to say, but they step around it by saying normal yeah and it's funny because the character that um realizes you know is being told this for like a for a good beat she's like rattling off different things and it's not coming out how she wants it to because they're in the afterlife they can't cuss you know they're in the good place so it's just comical because it's like you can see the frustration on the, the character's face and she's like mother you know, forker, and it's just it's it's hilarious. So, um, and the, watched, the cast is pretty solid too. Well, yeah. So. I mean, anything with Ted Danson, you pretty much have me because I just love him. Yeah, I I love his character and just the whole the six main characters: it's Ted Danson, Kristen Bell. Uh, I can't think of the other the other four character or the other four actor and actresses' names, but. They're they're phenomenal. They just yeah. they have a good dynamic between all all of them. So. Um, and I'm watching. There's a show called The Glitch, which I don't it, think I've heard of that one. It's from Australia. It's on Netflix. Okay. Really short seasons. There's been three, I want to say. Um, yeah. So I'm on season two already, and the basic idea of that is. A bunch of people crawl out of their graves. And Weird. That's some, quite the glitch. <laughs> some are only a couple years old. Some are a hundred years old. You know, like, and they're climbed out as full people. They're not rotted anymore. So they're they're back to. And they don't quite understand what happened to them. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff of the town, his wife is one of them. She. Hmm died from breast cancer two years ago well her breasts are back because they've given her a mastectomy am i saying that right i think it's mastectomy mastectomy so they show and it's funny too because there's a little nudity in it but i'll tell you i admire the way that they do it because they're not doing it for shock value as a matter of fact they try to cover it up yeah, it sounds like it's a tasteful nudity. Like, basically, they crawled out of their graves naked. So you see a butt now and again. Yeah. And when she's looking in the mirror, she's checking out her chest, which in the mirror, she's remembering it not being there. Yeah. But then they pan over, and she does. But it's not done for the ooh-la-las of it all. Yeah, it's it, like I said, it's done in a tasteful manner. Yeah. And... Well, the sheriff... Which I'll have to check that show. Yeah. The sheriff 
has since married her best friend and the best friend is nine months pregnant with their baby. Oh no. So that's gonna... Well, it's amazing too because you can't... What's the guy to do? You can't blame him. Yeah, I mean, two years... Well, at that point, it probably would... It would have been a year. It's like... It's like Jess's dad. You know, her mother had died. I think at this point, we're looking at 11 years. And it's, you know, he has moved on. Now, he hasn't remarried, but he has been dating a, a woman for a couple of years. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. Well, you know, it's we great. As, Go ahead. We as people, you know, aren't cut out necessarily to be solitary creatures. We, we need that companionship at the very least. Well, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he still loves his wife, obviously. And she comes back and he's like, oh boy. Well, they start giving him, each of them start giving him a face full. Mm-hmm. She's like, how quickly did you move on? And with my best friend. And he's like, you told me that you would want me to end up with her. You, you wanted me to find somebody. She goes, yeah, he was, it was a suggestion. It wasn't a rule. And the new wife is like upset because here's your old wife back. What does that, where does that leave me? Yeah. But I said to Cindy, you can't, this is one of those situations where I think you just have to all live together because he can't, now, I don't know where the series is going to go. Yeah. But in that case, you can't give him a hard time. He loves them both, and that there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that because who saw this coming? Yeah. And he loved his wife so much that he took all her stuff out of the house but didn't get rid of it. He actually bought a cabin to hold her stuff, and whenever huh. he wanted to be close to her, he would go to the cabin. Yeah. So when she comes back, he takes her there and goes, you know, you could stay here in the meantime. She's like, all my stuff is here. It's like, well, I couldn't get rid of it. So yeah, he like, didn't have the heart. He, he didn't have the heart to get rid of it. Yeah. It's it's something. Yeah, I'll have Good to show. check this out. I'll, I'll, a, I'll, yeah. I'll watch a couple episodes tonight after uh, Jess goes to bed probably. There's another show they were talking about on Facebook called The Dark or just Dark. And I've seen a couple people talk about that. Okay. Let me give you a little warning. They're like, it's like lost. No, no, it's not. It's not like lost. This is done in Germany. It's a Netflix original Mm -hmm. filmed in Germany. So everything is dubbed. It's a lot of mystery. Basically. It's a whole time thing. A kid disappears, ends up back in it to them. It looks like he was kidnapped. Right. Well, he comes out. They walk into a cave or something. And when the kid walks out, he's back in 1989. Hmm. So current day, you're seeing characters as they were, like they're doing the side-by-side story where here it is, 1989. These kids are in high school. Present day, it's the parents of that kid who disappeared type of thing okay it's not great i have it on in the background i'm kind of watching it while i'm working it's very slow moving 
So you're not getting the gratification yet. And also I have a real hard time understanding who is who. Yeah, I could see that being very confusing when you're jumping back and forth like that. But there are some BBC miniseries that are like eight episodes long. Mm-hmm. They're all made by the same guy because it says somebody, somebody's the gate or the whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are good because they're procedural whodunits mm-hmm. where, I'll give you an example. The one was called The Secret no, the stranger. Mm. Okay, this girl comes up to this guy at his kid's soccer practice and says, "Did you know that your wife faked her pregnancy?" He's like, "What? A couple years ago, when you almost left her, she had the pregnancy. Remember when she lost the baby? Yeah, she was never pregnant." He's like, "Who are you?" And she leaves. Well, that's that's her- a messed up. <laughs> that stirs up a whole thing where he goes and confronts his wife. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the wife All right, disappears. All right, I got to start that. <laughs> the glitch, glitch. The stranger. There's another one called by the same guy. It's in a gated community. Uh, it'll lead you. One will lead you to the other when you're done. Okay. But anyway, real quick to get through, a lot of fun. Cool. He confronts his wife, and then she disappears all That's of a sudden. He gets, an, he gets a text that says, I need a few days. Well, that's not like her. So he starts trying to find her. Uh-huh. He's got the two boys that he has to raise, and they're all on a search, which just opens up secrets around the whole neighborhood. Hmm. You will love it. That's a lot of Very fun. Cool. Um, there's a series on there on Netflix called Criminal. There's four versions of it. Uh, yes, UK. I'm watching it. The yeah. first one had David Tennant. Yeah, that's second a one had real... Atwell in it. Yeah, and I forget who's in the third one, but that in the third episode. But yeah, it's Germany, or it's UK, Germany, France, and I think Spain. I think those are the four countries, and they're very interestingly done because it's a basically it's a single room, set. a one and done. Yeah. And it, it, like, I love the concept. Like, you're literally a fly on the wall watching these interrogations, and you're like, like with David Tennant, I'm like, did, did he do this? Five minutes of him sitting there going, no comment. Yeah, no comment. I, and just like seeing like Haley Atwell, I almost didn't recognize. Me that too, because it's such a drastic look for her compared to the other. And she's looks doing she that. Had. Hard Cockney accent. Yeah, yeah. You know who she sounded like? She sounded like uh, Catherine, uh, one of the companions when she did that skit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Remember her and David Tennant did that skit where she was in the classroom? Yeah, Lauren. Lauren Cooper. Like her. Yeah. But, yeah, so it was – that was fun. And it was just a fun – because it's like it's the whodunit and it's the – now, obviously, you get the answer by the end of the episode, yep. but they really make you wonder. And I like that with the, the UK one now. We only watched, I think, one episode of one of the other ones so far. But I like how they pepper in just a little bit about the other characters. The, yeah, the, the that, Like the, 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 the police officers that are sitting there and they're, you know, 
The one girl has a crew the, the guy. Yeah, the, 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 the lady with the crush, the guy that, you know, Just I think he quit smoking. Yeah, the new guy, the guy that had quit smoking and struggled with it. It's just, it's fascinating that such a simple concept and they're able to, to flush so much. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I love the fact that it is a simple setup. You've got the hallway. The, the hallway that, you know, it's like a T-hallway. And then you've got the stairwell, you've got the elevator, which you only see them coming in or out of. Yep. And then you've got the observation room, which is a simple room where it's literally just a two desks, one up against the mirror, and then with all the recording equipment. And then you've got the de- the interrogation room. And it's just, it's such a really well done concept. Yeah. And it's funny, like we're just now watching it, and I'm like, I'm looking. I find myself drawn to that damn clock that's in the in sure. the observation room because it's such an interesting clock, yeah. you know. But it's not interesting enough that it takes you away from the story. It's just like your eye goes to it, but you're still like observing and just absorbing that information. But yeah, that's a that's a fun series that I'm glad to see that there's at least a dozen episodes of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, um that, I, that David Tennant one and the Halo, well all of them have been good but that David Tennant one that that me. was good well yeah, you know that, I saw him so I'm like well it looks like I'm watching this now I thought it was yeah. an ongoing with him yeah but I like the fact that it's not an ongoing with all these like the only mainstays are some of the police officers now between UK and I think it's Germany I don't think there's any carryover of the police officers but it's the same set hmm. Isn't that so that that's in like because you they go out they'll you know but it's still the same skyline and everything outside so it's just kind of weird but kind of cool that they're still using the same the same thing we're at the last two episodes of Luke Cage okay of season two I said to Cindy you know I saw the one with Iron Fist that I could I could hear you in my head going, he's only in one. Yeah. And it's a great one, but you watch this, and it's the same thing what they should have done with season two in hindsight of Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. You could tell when they wrote or did the outline for the season. They said, here's the beginning, here's the end. And then they stretch the storyline to fit. To fit, and that's a mistake, because yes. my only grievance with the bad guys. Yeah, my my main grievance with Luke Cage season two is you can by the end of it you can tell there was something that ultimately they wanted to try to do in season three, and unfortunately, they'll never get to it. Well, so far until yeah. Well, you know, currently there's nothing that that can be done about it. I mean, in a year or two's time, hopefully. Right. But exactly. Yeah. Well, and you could tell they stretched out a story where what they should have done instead was throw in some one-offs let's let's show more of danny and luke teaming up let's have jessica show up let's have like they could have done the one and done episodes because it would have been much more satisfying yeah instead they just dragged it out and I just feel like, okay, this is why when they come back and they're going to do Daredevil, I don't think we're going to get 
anybody rushing to do another Luke Cage or sadly Jessica Jones. Yeah. Well, and, and the sad thing is, like, season three of Jessica Jones, the thing I liked about that was she's not going up against a supervillain. She's going up against just a guy. I'm but not it's there a, yet. That'll, yeah, that'll come down the road. Yeah, it's it's just a, a vile, evil human. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I like that it shows, you know, a superhero in a situation where they're not going up against the big, bad, evil, right, you know, right, right. Doctor Doom level villain. It's they're going up against a human, so they there's certain things that they have to play by. You know, they can't just hit hit them through yeah, a wall because that away. that could kill them. You know, so it's it's interesting to see that kind of like level of restraint. So. And plus some of the other things that she had to deal with in that season were an interesting choice of uh, situation. And I think what's after this, we start on maybe season two of Iron Fist and then Daredevil, which I can't wait for, obviously. Daredevil was just phenomenal. Phenomenal all the way through. Yeah. I hope, and there's rumors, because poor Charlie Cox has been given up work because he's been waiting for them to pull the trigger on Daredevil. Yeah, because now they've had, now they're at the point where it's that two-year break in between, right? When the show was canceled and yeah, is, should be done. Hopefully. And people want him in Spider-Man Three, and he mm-hmm. said, so far they haven't said anything, but here's hoping. Yeah. And you know, you got the whole cast of that show saying, we'll come back in a second's notice. Yeah. Even Kingpin there, he's like, we're waiting. I'm here. Yeah. Usually. And, yeah. Well, and some of that also, keep in mind, could be uh, contractually the line that they have to put out there. Because um, Anson Mount, for like the last year, whenever people would ask him about a Pike series for Star Trek. Oh, okay. He, he played Pike, Christopher Pike in the second season of Star Trek Discovery. Right, phenomenal in the role. Loved I'll have to, it. I have to continue that show. Yeah, Se- season two. I mean, I liked season one because it was a very interesting approach to it. Anybody that gripes about the continuity, go back and watch any Star Trek. You'll realize that the continuity is not as precious as they think it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like season two, like I loved the Lorca character from season one just because it was a very interesting approach to a character, and I called it. I called it with the big reveal with that character, and I loved every second of it because Jason Isaac's phenomenal actor. But anyway, Anson Mount's portrayal of Christopher Pike just builds on everything that I can't think. Uh, I can't think of the actor's name now. Uh, he was in the original pilot for Star yeah, yeah, Trek. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it just took everything that he in that single episode and just built upon it and I love that portrayal and like there were two conventions that I'd seen him, no three conventions I had seen him at and you know the first time I saw him I said I'm hoping beyond hope we get to see you reprise the role of Christopher Pike because you were phenomenal and he had actually revealed oh yeah he goes well there are a couple of the shorts we filmed that I am in a couple of those. I'm like, well, that's nice, but I want to see you in your own series. And he said, well, 
hopefully the fans will speak loud enough. <laughs> but I can't. But yeah, I can't say that it. I've. Yeah, I can't say that I've gotten any word or mumblings of it. I'm like, well, here's hoping. Yeah, and I got to chat with him about a couple other things. But anyway, months to, month or so goes by. Saw him at Dragon Con. Quick little interaction. Asked him if he was having a blast. He was. And same thing. He goes, I haven't heard anything yet. Okay. Months later at or at Steel City Con, you know, got to actually chat with him about his podcast because I'd listened to it a bunch of episodes and I told him I love the concept of it. It's called The Well. Hmm. And it's, you know, where people go for their drive, their creativity, sure. that, you know, what well do they go to for? And it's not just famous people, it's like astrophysicists and every anybody and everything. So really, really fascinating one to listen to. But anyway. And it was after all the the little episodes had had dropped and I got to talk to him about that. And I said, still holding out hope that, you know, We'll get that. We'll get that news, and he goes, "I still haven't heard anything, but just keep boosting the signal." And then at the be- sometime between the beginning of the year and when COVID happened, I think it was around COVID happening or starting, they revealed that they are doing a series called "Strange New Worlds," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's about the it's about the Enterprise crew with. Pike and Spock and number one. So the three people that I was hoping for are getting the chance to reprise their roles. And I'm sitting there like, okay, Anson, I love you, but I'm calling BS because probably in December you knew and you just couldn't go into sure. detail because of contracts. God, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that sometimes these actors have to sit on that news for sure. months, you know? And right I, oh, now, I know everything going on it's probably even worse because you know i watched um the first episode of picard love that it. was that was a very well done series love um, it i i'm here for season two i you know i i i've been watching that lower decks uh animated series any good and it, it's it's fun it's you can't expect it to be, you know, it's very along the lines of, like, your Bob's Burgers, sure. Simpsons, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It, it's a nice it's a nice holdover until, you know, it doesn't really take itself serious, which I think is something I, I appreciate about it, but it's about the screw-ups on the, on the ship. It's the, right, you know, right. ends, the, the highest, yeah, it's like ensigns and yeomans, and it's the people that you know, do the dirty work, but yet the bridge crew are the ones that get all the credit. I, okay, I'm watching Picard, and I'm enjoying it. It's the 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 direction, the lighting, the story mm-hmm. pacing. Again, one episode, but it's chock full of nuance. And okay, this is cool, and, and I can't wait to see it. I go back to try and watch. Because on BBC they show Next Generation episodes. Mm-hmm. Can't. It's it. hard. It's hard to go back. Oof. It's hard, it's hard to go back to. It's some like watching a play. Yeah. It's and it's it just goes to show how much we as devourers of entertainment, <laughs> how much you know, the quality has changed. It's not that it's bad. It's no, but just, there's a not a level. lot going on with... Yeah, it's... One it's, of the things I can never get into with any of the shows, I like the movies, uh-huh. but with the shows, it's a lot of sitting around and talking. Yeah. And then and if it's, they do shoot a laser, 
it's a ship standing still shooting a laser at something. Mm -hmm. I find it, I blame myself, but I find it very hard to get into it. Yeah. I will say, um, between all the Star Trek series, Deep Space Nine, I think, was probably my favorite because they did have more action-oriented episodes, mm -hmm. but still were fairly truthful or true to that hallmark of, you know, trying to be diplomatic, trying to be more scientific about things. But Cisco was not afraid to throw down in a battle if need be, you know. I always heard Voyager was stronger. Voyager's not too bad, but it, it got better once they started introducing, like, Seven of Nines. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah I was, from what I understand, once they got lost is when things started to pick up. Again, I don't know. I yeah. don't watch Well, they, they technically get lost in the first episode, but once they start getting the cast really, like, strengthened up, yeah, you'll notice an improvement stories. But yeah, I mean, it, all all those different Star Trek series have a season or a couple seasons that aren't necessarily their strongest, but are still sure. It, it's good. It's just you have to realize that you've got to wade through the the shallow yeah, wave, sure. yeah, the shallow stuff to get to some of the really good story arcs. And finally, we're getting another wave of hope in the world of Stargate. Yes, Did you hear I, about that. I, I've heard rumblings. I haven't heard anything definitive because I figured we'd talk about it here on on podcast. Right. We the latest is um, Paul Malozzi, friend of the show, um, mm -hmm. does basically a daily blog, which I wish I could keep up on it, but I try and tune in when I think it's like he'll post on Twitter a subject and ooh, and then you go and you check it out. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Brad Wright has said something's coming. I can't say. I've been, you know, you haven't heard from me, but that's because I've been busy with stuff, yeah. Negotiating and everything. And Paul had done a blog where he was like, we're closer now than we have been in the last, since the mm -hmm. show was, since the franchise was halted, we're as close now as we've ever been. Day ready. Yeah, I've been I've been chomping at the bit waiting for like I had to laugh. My cousin sat down and he's like, I'm gonna watch Stargate. I'm like, good. <laughs> I, I applaud this. You I said, your life. What do you need? He goes, I don't need anything. He goes, because I'm I'm able to stream everything. He goes, but I can't find the movies. Not even he didn't even finish the sentence and I was already at my TARDIS rank ranking open the doors. Reached in because I knew exactly where they were. Here, just bring them back when you're done. Okay. <laughs> but he and doesn't have to worry about them until the end. Yeah, but he, you know, because he was getting closer to the end because he. Oh, okay. He, I thought he was he, just starting. Yeah, no, he. I think he had said he just gotten introduced to Cameron Mitchell. Oh, I'm sorry. So. Yeah. He, 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 he's enjoying it. He's enjoyed. He's enjoyed everything so far. Uh. But yeah, I just I'm I'm excited that my cousin picked up the Stargate. Uh, I'm telling you. Uh, let me let you guys. Yeah, you guys got to go do something, right? Yeah, we've got a couple of things that we need to run and do. So. All right, let me let you go. 
Um, let's not wait this long to do this because. Oh yeah, let's let's do more more often now that we're. Uh... Yeah, you know me. I'm free. You just tell me. Nine yeah. out of ten times, I can hop on and shoot the bull. Yeah, absolutely. Well, All yeah. Right. Now that uh, now that her school schedule or her work schedule is going to be going back to nights, that'll free me up during during the week during the night. To, Good. To All right, and everybody, uh, check out the Forever Adventure Network. Uh, any of your support help sharing this. This will be on YouTube and on our oh, Facebook absolutely. page. You'll get to see our goofy looking faces. So. Here it is. Um, so please continue to support us. Uh, just by checking out the Forever Adventure Network helps greatly because that shows that there's people looking mm -hmm. and we guarantee there's something there, whether it's our store, or our podcast, audio adventure, music. Anything, everything, really. Honestly, and we're constantly adding to stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to let everybody go. We'll see you on the next adventure. And if Nate can remember... I remember it. Stay excited, everybody. See you guys later. <laughs>